actually want you to mention what you told me off off air because I think it's funny. I don't remember um, what I said. What do you? It was five minutes ago, Nina, and it would include dancing. Oh, Think. the Aquatones? Yes. Oh, yeah. Tell me what they did at your high school. This wasn't my high school. This was my mom's friend's daughter's high school. No, so you went to this, like, not even because it was at your high school? Yeah. You were forced to go to the... Oh, that's, that's terrible. I drove an hour and a half. Oh, my God. Yeah. To see what? The Aquatones. Which are? Um, synchronized, a synchronized swimming group that synchronized swims to musicals. So the only time I've ever seen Chicago performed was by the Aquatones synchronized swimming to Chicago. That's right. They were glee club, but in water. Like, yeah. imagine if you combined water polo and glee club. No, no one was throwing anything. Yeah, but they're swimming a lot. Yeah, they are. Which makes water polo really hard. So these were like geeks, like musical geeks, but like probably spelt and ripped. These are geeks who fuck. Uh, is you, I would argue that all geeks fuck. Yeah, but they fucking like the gross way. Is there a non-gross way? Because it's all kind. If you really break it down, it's all kind of gross. Well, we're not. A lot break of fluid. It down. There's a bunch of books that you can read that will lots. break it down. We're not going to do it here. Please of stop fluid. saying lots of fluid uh, everywhere. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like you know, they're like yeah, but spelt. they were yeah. It was one of the weirdest experiences of my life. I'll tell you that. We should we should go. I don't. It, corona. You, I am not soon, driving all the way. Ahead. I will rent a car. I will. You don't even have to pay. All you have to do is tell me where to go. We will go. We will crash the Aquatones synchronized swimming musical performance. The next one they have. We can show up really drunk and pretend that one of the kids is ours. It'll be hilarious. We are not old enough to pretend that one of the kids is ours. Yeah, that'll make it funny too. They'll be like, oh my God, when did you have this kid? And we'll be like, when I was 12. 12? Oh, (laughs) we're spending too much time together. (laughs) Yeah, we would have had to been. That'd be great. If I would have had a baby when I was 12, it would have been a freshman. We turn over like. Oh my God, if I had a baby when I was 12, it would have been 16. Yep. Shit. Yeah. So it's believable. And we could lure, we could lean over and be like, hey, you see that one? It's that mine. one's ours. And they're like, that's my daughter. And they're like, <laughs> Yay. Yay. Yeah, I was just seeing if you knew who your kid was. It's like that SpongeBob episode where Patrick's parents come to town and Patrick doesn't know that they're not his, <laughs> not parents. his real parents. What does he say? Dorla? What's her name? I don't fucking remember. Oh, so funny. Who are you people? Who are you people? Marty. Oh, then she's oh. just like, Marty, I'm scared. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's good. That was good. I, uh, that might be my favorite SpongeBob SquarePants episode. It's pretty good. I like the chocolate episode, but that's just me. Which one's that? I've been looking for you boys all day. Oh. Chocolate? <laughs> chocolate. And it's the like the old shriveled up lady that they say will live forever if they rub the chocolate on her. I vaguely remember this episode. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to go crash the Aquatones. I can't wait for it. Uh, highlight of next year when coronavirus is over. We hope. Uh, we hope. Uh, so welcome back, everybody, to another episode of White Collars, Red Hands. Kashan Bacheldor here, sitting across from my podcast partner in crime, Nina Kern. Nina Kern. Here. We started today's episode by talking about uh, some of our lab tests. And by ours, I mean Nina's, because mm-hmm. I don't get them as frequently as she does. And that has a lot to do with our topic today. I thought you were going <laughs> to... What? I thought you were going to say that has a lot with her to do with her being single. 
And that has a lot to do with her being single. <laughs> that and the amount of times, like, so she gets tested a lot, and she also, um, I'm assuming, cries while eating Rocky Road more than I do. Um, I don't ever eat Rocky Road because it has peanut butter in it. Oh, that's right. Vanilla? No. What ice cream do you eat while crying, Nina? I don't think I've ever eaten ice cream while crying. But if Never. I Never. No, but I just cry and then I eat it. Um, but I did buy a great peach cobbler ice cream from Trader Joe's yesterday and I ate half the carton. Nice. It was so good. Nice. Delish. Highly recommend. Was it related to a cry or was it just good peach cobbler ice cream? You know, it was inadvertent. Like it wasn't. I didn't buy it because I planned on crying, but I had a very intense therapy sh- session that I cried about that I ate a fourth of it after. All right. There we go. Yeah. After eating dinner. Yeah. So she does that more than me because yeah. she's single. Cry. I can't cry because then Jesse will be like, why are you crying? <laughs> uh, so I got to oh, suck them all I don't back. Know. Yeah, I feel I like Jesse would handle feelings. you crying. Yeah, no, she's actually, she's pretty good. She's great. What are you she's talking a, about? She's a very nice person. Nice she's person. I know. Great. Anyways, lab tests. <laughs> yeah. We got off topic. Yes, we did. We got to get into it or else we're just going to okay, keep going. Okay, so lab tests, lab tests. What could we be talking about? Lab tests. Um, you know, every year, more than $7 billion in lab work is done across the United States. This accounts for more than 13 billion tests that are done every single year. That's a lot. A mm-hmm. lot. Considering there's like 375 million people in the United States and there's 13 billion tests. Is that that's just in the United States? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yep. So when we get medical tests done, we often don't question the results. We take them at face value. We put a lot of trust into those who are running the test because, hey, they know better than us, right? Right? And you never imagine that they'd be running tests on things we didn't need. Right? Right? Well, today... We examine LabCorp. Dun, dun, dun. The laboratory that duped the healthcare system and scammed the government out of millions of dollars. LabCorp. Uh, and this episode comes to us from Steve. He said that we didn't have to shout him out when we do, because he sent us a bunch of recommendations, which we are very, very thankful for. Uh, we love getting recommendations and getting new ideas in. And he sent us a whole page. So we want to thank him so much uh, for sending this in. He also sent in the Volkswagen episode that we did mm-hmm. uh, earlier in the season, but we were already thinking about doing that one. Um, but he sent us a lot of stuff that we weren't thinking about doing, including Lab today's. Corp. And shout out to Steve also for giving me a freaking challenge because there's actually not that much about this on the internet and it's, i really had to deep dive it's from a while ago too right so it it's, is you know, it's, it's not from the early about. 90s the early 90s is when this like kind of came to light mm. um throughout the 90s was when all the stuff was disputed and everything so like the internet was not on and popping at that point but <laughs> the internet was not on and popping it was not so and i think that some of it's hidden because of what happened so what happened? LabCorp. Well, LabCorp stands for Laboratory Corporation of America Holdings. The company began in 1978 and was originally called the National Health Laboratories Incorporated, and it was owned by the Revlon Healthcare Group. Not Re- sure. Revlon sounds familiar, right? It's the, makeup. They, yeah, I was about to say they make makeup, right? So I don't know if this is the same company that does makeup. I'd assume not, right? Probably not. Maybe it is. I don't know. Some. I don't know. 
Healthcare, so skincare and like beauty has been meshing a lot over the years, and that's why the Koreans look as good as they do because there's lots of skincare. Okay, grandma, that sounds like something a racist grandma would say. (laughs) No! Korean skincare is like. And that's why the Koreans look so good. Korean, South Korea is a leader in skincare. I'm sure they all look very porcelain. I just bought. K pop bands do. I just bought a Korean skincare line so that I can look as good as BTS. (laughs) <laughs> have not started using it yet but All that's right. the goal to look like bts okay but anyway um the revlon healthcare group it was a national blood and pathology lab so they tested blood for blood they tested your blood and then they also tested for various diseases so mm-hmm. you could give them your pee you could give them your poop your snot whatever you wanted great and they would find out shit you need a place to drop off discharge lab ah! court is it part of the revlon healthcare group Oh, God. This is not a paid advertisement. Nope. (laughs) So they were known as National Health Laboratories until 1995, and then they merged with another company and became LabCorp. So that I am going to just refer to them as LabCorp throughout the rest of the episode. I like how you keep saying LabCorp. What am I supposed to say? LabCorp, right? Because it stands for corporation. But it's also the Marine Corps, spelled the same way. Yeah, but it's not the Marine Corporation. It's the core. <laughs> They're different words. All right, fine. I'll say corp. Lab. It just sounds stupid. Lab corp. Of course it does. Lab core sounds stupid too. Sounds better than lab corp. They're literally just abbreviated laboratory corporation. All right, fine. Lab corp. <laughs> so anyway, during the 80s and early 90s, the company was doing extremely well. In 1989, they gener- generated a revenue of about 400 million and had 70 million in earnings, which didn't sound super great to me, but I also don't understand things. Man, for that time, that, yeah, that's well, in that time, that's like good, crazy, honestly. right? Um, and then in 1990, they generated about 500 million and retained 70 million in earnings. Got the same amount of earnings, but yeah, I don't. Million in revenue? Yeah, yeah. The numbers started getting weird, and we're going to find out why. Mm-hmm. Well, and then in 1990, they began paying cash dividends to their shareholders. Ooh, they were a dividend paying. Yes, stock. which is um, just a refresher for everybody. When you get cash dividends, you're getting paid out in actual cash. You're not getting paid out in other ways. A lot of times, you'll just get paid out in other stock options. Am I speaking? out of line just stop me if i am because like i don't totally understand stocks that well but it's cool to get paid in cash and not in all these other ways that like could potentially make you more money in the future but it's not guaranteed yeah not a lot of stock options pay dividends and basically what it is which we have talked about before Mm -hmm. i don't remember what episode but um normally when you buy a stock you just wait for it to go up and then you can sell it at a higher rate you get money for it but with a stock that pays dividends they pay a um percentage of their profit to mm-hmm. their shareholders. So you yes. get money immediately just from having the stock. So it's kind of an, another upside to yeah. having a dividend-paying stock option. Yeah. So the company was doing surprisingly well through the recession in 1990 to 1991, which I didn't even really realize there was a recession during that time. But uh, there was. There's right? always a recession. <laughs> but things would not stay happy camper for the lab corp. <laughs> All right. In 1992, LabCorp became involved in a scandal called Operation Lab Scam. There is not a lot of inventive names in today's episode so far. No, nothing is inventive is <laughs> what we'll find out. Lab Scam. So Operation Lab Scam involved three companies, LabCorp, Corning, and SmithKline Beecham. These were all three big labs 
in that time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is a very small fun fact because I was like, I have never heard of these companies. That's because in 1997, Corning spun off its laboratories as Quest Diagnostics. Smith and Smith Klein Beecham sold its laboratories to Quest, which I didn't really realize that those are two separate companies at first, but they are. The only Quest I know is the internet company. So, mm. and so they didn't. And we found out that LabCorp also changed its name. So the reason that you don't hear about these three companies is because they all changed their name. So they don't exist under those names anymore. So what LabScan was, it was a national crackdown on fraud in the healthcare system. What was happening was that these labs were ordering tests not issued by doctors so that they could charge Medicare and Medicaid more money. So Medicare and Medicaid would pay out way more money in tests than other insurance groups. So it was like saying that like Ally, if you needed a test done, Allied would pay $5 for a test, but then like the Medicaid would end up paying like 13 So okay. they were paying out way more money. Probably because the insurance companies actually kind of like know what's going on, well, whereas Medicare and Medicaid are run by the government, so they kind of just like... Yeah, and, and I feel like it's such a big yeah. entity that they're probably not checking that close oh fuck no also they don't like staff a lot of these government operations enough to be able to police things so exactly they just kinda, like they just throw money at it they're, they're like, like here fine. you go this is fine so doctors would order tests for their patients and so while their blood urine etc was at the lab lab corp would run extra tests that were not needed so if they were like, hey, test this guy from Crohn's, the lab would be like, okay, cool, but I'm also going to check him for cholesterol or high, or other things that they didn't need to check. I don't actually know if that's how you check for Crohn's. I just picked a random disease. Um, I don't know either. <laughs> Sorry if so. I offended anybody with Crohn's disease. That was not my intention. But uh, some of the popular tests that they were, extra tests that they were running were for cholesterol iron, magnesium, various enzymes, and a thyroid-stimulating hormone. I feel like they probably weren't even running the tests. Like, I feel like they were just like, hmm, that's got iron in it. Oh, they may, you know what? I didn't (laughs) think about that. Yeah, they were probably just charging for the test. They probably weren't even running the test. because I mean, like... What's the point? You know you don't need to run it, so let's just say we ran it. I'm not 100% sure if that's what they did or not. Because then they could... I mean, if you're already lying... Like, why spend, yeah, why, why spend why the money spend to the actually time? run the test? Just say you did it and put it on the bill. Uh, hospitals do this all the time still in America where mm-hmm. they'll put stuff on your bill that like shouldn't be there. bullshit. Which is why when if you go to the hospital, ask them for an uh, itemized receipt. Ask them for an itemized list of everything they're charging you for. And almost always they'll come back with a bill that's less than what they originally quoted you because they'll take stuff off. Yeah, because it's like... Like straight up. Well, it's like when women have babies, they're like, they charge them like 40 bucks for skin on skin contact to hold their baby for the first time. Yeah. It's like, that's not, no, stop it. Because I got to wipe them down. Yeah. You got placenta all over you. Ugh. Ugh. I'm never having a baby. So gross. So gross. You know what? I agree with you. It's one of the grossest things ever. 
in my opinion. Yeah. Well, have you seen, because, oh, you said you've seen a video, right? Because they showed me one in college. I think I saw a video. I it's, blocked it out. Oh, it's rough. Yeah. I don't <laughs> need my, rough. I don't need to be torn from hole to hole. No offense to all the mothers out there who have been torn. From no, hole to hole. I mean, like, I applaud you. I'm not doing it. Yeah. I know that I have previously stated on this show that being a mother is one of the easiest things to do because almost everyone does it. So I hate when people are so happy that they're parents because I'm like, Almost like all of your parents were parents. Um, but that part is definitely like, oh, the birthing process is Yeah, rough. not a good time. Rough. It's not a good time. Uh, the labs would run tests that doctors ordered, but then they would contact the doctors and they'd be like, hey, uh, we've got to run these extra tests. And the doctors were like, well, isn't that going to cost more money? And they're like, no, you're not going to get charged more. It's not going to cost any more because uh, the test is going to be run, run with the original blood analysis. Oh, okay. They said they could just say, well, we'll do it at the same time. Yeah, it's fine. We're going to just no, do it all no at the same dose. time. Well, that's, so this is why I think that maybe they weren't lying about running the test because a lot of the tests that they were performing would actually need to be done separately than the original blood analysis, making it more expensive. So, but it's very, I, I you know, I couldn't figure out exactly how this was working, but I think it's very easy for like someone higher up to be like, tell a lab tech, like, hey, you know, do whatever you do have to do to not use the original blood analysis. I don't know what they do to do that. But I think it's very easy to tell a technician, like, hey, run this other test, have them actually run it instead of, like, behind the scenes, just say that they ran it. Because yeah. I think very easily that lab tech could be like, well, I never ran that test. Yeah, but they don't, I mean, internally, I don't know. they probably wouldn't care. Also, it's not like the lab techs are ever seeing what they're charging the insurance I mean, company. I highly doubt, but... Like, what if the lab tech ended up being questions, and then that way they could be like, well, yeah, I ran that test because I was told to. They probably weren't that smart. These things that we know. cover are never Well, I mean, smart. they're never that smart, but I don't know. But you cannot blame the doctors for this because the lab would actually just bill the insurance company directly, and they would cover the, and the insurance company would cover the cost of the test. So the doctor's offices and the patients, they never really knew that this was what was going on, if yeah. that makes sense. And to be honest, as a patient... I've gotten blood work done. I've got urine samples. They send you what was tested. And sometimes, like, it's, like, gibberish to me. I don't know what you tested. You know what I mean? And I'm not, and I guess this is me not being a responsible patient, but I don't, like, go look it up. You can't know everything about medicine. Right. I don't know anything about medicine. So, I don't know. I think, like me, if I see that my insurance company covered it, I'm like, cool. And then yeah. I go along with my life. They're like, what's Billy Rubin? Cool. That's fine. Yeah. So it's, it's a protein that you're. Oh, I, liver had, I thought you made way. something up. No, Billy Rubin is a thing. Your, your liver produces it. It's what, like, if you go into, um, like, liver failure, liver failure, you'll get jaundice where you turn mm-hmm. yellow. And it's because yeah. of a buildup of Billy Rubin because it is, it's like a yellow pigmented. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. So, like, how much money was this actually making? Well, here's an example. Uh, in June 1989, the lab sent a memo to technicians to add a good cholesterol test. This is not, not what it's actually called. It's got a fancy name. I didn't, whatever. It means good cholesterol. Okay. There's good cholesterol and bad cholesterol. So they'd be like, hey, run this uh, good cholesterol test. And the memo ended up adding $1.1 million in testing costs in just seven months. And that's just for one test. Ooh. So this was a, they were like, this was a ton of fucking money. And this was going on for years. This wasn't just like a one year, two year thing. Like this was very, very long. So they make it a lot of money. And uh, multiple different employees at these labs um, 
kind of blew the whistle on what was happening. But um, I'm just going to talk about one guy in particular because this is the guy I found the most information about. His name was Robert Morena, and he was one of the big whistleblowers at Smith Klein. I know that we're like focusing on LabCorp, but this was Smith Klein was also involved in the Operation Lab Scam. So, um, I think it's interesting to mention what happened. So when he called the government fraud hotline, he figured out this was happening. He called the government fraud hotline and he was like, all right, business as usual. My life's just going to like keep going on. That's not what happened. He thought he was going to be able to return to a normal life. Nope. He ended up having to leave his job. His friends at Smith and Klein alienated him. They wouldn't talk to him. And it was almost impossible for him to get another job because when he was asked why he left Smith and Klein, he was honest and then no one would hire him. That's rough. I think that's also really shitty. And that also shows a lot of issues in a lot of companies. Oh, yeah. Because if you were operating honestly, hearing that somebody was like, hey, I I called the government fraud hotline because my other company was committing fraud. If you're running your company, honestly, you should have nothing to worry about and would actually want an employee like that, in my opinion. Yeah, man. Here's the thing, though. No company is operating honestly. Well, that's the issue. (laughs) That's the issue. I agree. (laughs) I don't like it. I don't like it. The government did give him money for a while, though, to get him through his unemployment, but he felt like he was kind of thrown under the bus by the authorities and, like... Yeah, why did they bring up his name? That should be fucking anonymous. Well, that's what I thought, too. Like, if I call and say, like, hey, my company's doing some bad shit, like, the first thing you do should not be go to them and be like, hey, so, because Sean said... It's like it's like a toddler, like, fucking... Yeah. Like, tattling on me. This was also, like, 90... This was in the early 90s, late 80s, so... Maybe they weren't as confidential. I mean, I think that's kind of stupid to say, but I I don't know why his name got brought up. I imagine like the Fed showed up and they were like, hey, so we got a report from Jeff. I mean, an anonymous source. <laughs> like, Hey, they, Robert. Mer- I, I mean, I mean, um, um uh, J- that guy in that desk, he uh, <laughs> just pointed a guy. Yeah, like, point, that guy. That guy. He Security did. comes in. No, 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 this is my life. Dragging him out, like they drag out that uh, guy in a Persian new groove when Cusco gets mad at him. <laughs> I oh. his groove. I threw off his groove. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. Um, but he didn't. He just didn't feel like he was a sm- supported enough by the government or the authorities. Honestly, which, like, fair. Shocking. <laughs> fair. Yeah, I think it's fair. And the stress also took a huge toll on his family. Um, whistleblowing on Smith and Klein completely changed his whole family's life. Like he had a good job. They lived comfortably. Then he lost his job. He went through an insane amount of stress. You know, it's. He got a divorce. Yeah. He started smoking uh, cigarettes again. He might have started smoking cigarettes. I don't think he got a divorce. He dabbled in because being a male wife, prostitute. His wife said he would have panic attacks a lot, and she would like calm him down at night, and she'd be like, it's all going to be okay, and then she would cry herself to sleep. See, I was trying to make a joke, uh, <laughs> uh, but now I feel like I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to back, beep, beep, I'm going to back up beep, from that. Uh, beep, beep. And, uh, that's, that's pretty awful. So he ended up like getting a settlement. He, he fought the justice department a lot to get what he felt like he deserved. And they ended up mm-hmm. settling with him for 325 million. So I don't feel bad for him anymore. I don't know. I mean, even, like, even I if do you get money, it doesn't mean like all that was, you know, not shitty. For Dude, him, you could right? just live the rest of your life on $325 million very easily. I mean, no, you're not wrong. So You're not wrong. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think we talk about this very often, 
but or not really at all, honestly. But I don't think that we I've or maybe myself have realized like what a hard position these people who do blow the whistle put themselves in. Yeah, it's rough and they make it rough on purpose because they don't want people to do it. Yeah. And that's it's shitty. Like they it comes with huge consequences and major changes to that individual's life. And think about how many people like blow the whistle and then it doesn't actually become anything. Right. So we always talk about the instances where there was litigation, there was criminal um, charges most of the time. This has to happen a lot where that never happens and they just ruin their life. They're telling the truth and nothing ever comes from it. Yeah. So. It's horrible. And it's it's really brave, honestly, because I don't know. Like, I would like to think that I would do it, but... I would not... <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and be like, I'm way too much of a pussy. I'd be like, you know what? I like my job. Yeah, I probably wouldn't. Are we killing people? (laughs) Right, right. Are are like we seriously, seriously hurting people? Mm, I don't know. I would like to think I'd Stealing money from the government? Bad. Bad. All right. Killing people, much worse, though. So, I mean, if they were like, if I walked into a room and, like, my boss was strangling someone, I'd probably say that. Yeah, that's a different... I'd be like, Oof, they keep if, strangling people over here. You know, it's a legitimate fear when you have to make those types of reports. Yeah. But um, anyways, off to, back so to lab. He, so he got a bunch of money. He did. And Operation Lab Scam, uh, they ended up doing a lot of settlements. It was estimated about $800 million in settlements between in, the three companies okay, in 19... Yeah, between the three companies in 19... 19- 97 and LabCorp ended up paying 182 million dollars of that in settlements. Um, they actually did end up paying out more money than they made, is what I found Finally. out. Finally, which justice, which that did feel like justice. <laughs> it did. And um, with money crimes, that should be a that should be a rule. Yeah, like absolutely. The rule should be that you have to you have to pay back more money than whatever you took. Yeah. I completely agree. And the fact that it's not in some cases is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. CEO James B. Powell was quoted saying um, the settlement firmly closes the door on past issues of law and regulation involving industry-wide billing practices, which I thought was bullshit. I'm like, whatever, dude. They got to say something like that, though, right? They can't come out and be like, ooh, whoopsie doopsie, we made a fucky wucky. But what's crazy from that is that, like, from what I could find, I don't think he was fired because of that. He's no longer he's no longer the CEO of LabCorp, but he's still involved in the 90s. He's probably dead. He's not dead. He's still alive. Wow. I found info on him online look at you james powell there's also a james powell and because of this their stock ended up dropping from six dollars a share which i was kind of surprised it was that cheap high high price of six i mean 70 million is a lot in you know profit but not like crazy yeah so their stock dropped from six dollars a share to three dollars a share which they ended up rebounding um over the years and whatever but Although these uh, three labs paid out a lot of money in settlements, no one got any jail time that I could find. Well, that's because it's not really criminally illegal, right? Right. I don't think so. So. It's just shitty is what it is. Yeah. Um, And so I will say from personal experiences, Quest Diagnostics loves to charge me more than they should. So. You, so you've done person like, you know, Quest Diagnostics. Oh, yeah personally from your your uh testing experience yes all right i do all right i have given quest diagnostics more money than i would like so 
That was the big lab scam. Let's talk about some other shitty things lab Operation Lab Scam. Yeah, let's talk about I some put other some, like, shitty explosions things. or something. Yeah. Let me mention that every time. That'd be cool. That'd be fun. Operation Lab Scam. So there was this man, and his name was Andre Trekkie. I don't know how to exactly to say it, but he had issues with LabCorp as well. He was a high-profile hairdresser. He had even done Laura Bush's hair, and it still looked like shit. Just kidding. That's a, like we know that though. It's not just something he told his friends. Like yeah, you know, I. It was in an article I read. I hairdressed Laura Bush's bush. I would not want to see Laura Bush's bush. No one does, Nina. George W. does. Probably not, honestly. Not now. Could you imagine being married and having sex with George W. Bush? Out of some of the presidents, though, I might choose. Like, I mean, obviously Barack Obama's number one. Yeah. But I think that George Bush is probably above Joe Biden now. Young George? Oh, maybe, now, maybe yeah. Maybe young Joe Biden. I don't know. I don't remember. Young don't remember Joe Biden like. was... Hot. Oh, no, I do remember that picture that like, went around about him. Hot. Yeah, he was hot. But, you know, not the worst, honestly. No, I think, like, William Howard Taft would Why be the worst. We always end up talking about fucking presidents. I don't know. It's just fun. Every single, like, it's, it's, just, it's been it's so fun. many times. You know, it's just fun. You know what? You're right. I love talking about historical figures and, like, which ones you would fuck. We got to set up a side episode where we just go through every president and we play hottie or naughty. And then we just, or we, we play just get kill, it fuck, Mary. <laughs> we could just play kill, fuck, Mary with and then whichever the one presidents. we kill is like out, and then we move on to the, we include the next one, and then it just keeps I going until we know. get to the end. Yeah, we would have to play it that way because if you if you actually like didn't get rid of like eliminate anybody, you'd be there forever. You'd be there for hours. Yeah. There's like what forty six of them. Yes, nine, yeah, nine. it's too many. There are more present. Never mind. I'm not gonna say that. Cool. Thank you. Uh, anyway, Andre, back to Andre. Laura Bush's hairdresser. He had a former employee contact him saying that she wanted a paternity test to prove that he was her child's father. Andre was like, chill, I will totally do it because he dated her years before the child had been born and he hadn't done the dirty with her in a long time. So it was 100% impossible for him to be the father. Yeah. Unless she just like kept some. Yeah, maybe she like kept it in her mouth and then like spit it in a tube and through yeah like what was her name what was her name anna nicole smith didn't she do that with that old guy's sperm yo i don't know i feel like i found that out (laughs) or read it 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 probably it was probably a lie in a tabloid that i read when i was like 14 and took it like to the grave as fact like the inquirer when you were 14 oh i love to read that shit this is why this explains so much. Nina. What does no. it explain? So much. <laughs> like, I just, before we started doing this, I just didn't know how deep you were into some conspiracy theories <laughs> and how just like, and it just comes out more and more. And that really does explain a little bit to me. So well, I, I did it. read it. I did watch a TikTok today about how um, Taylor Swift may be a clone of this Satanist. <sighs> And that was very interesting. I want to learn more about that. Our love is a sa- is a slamming screen door, sneaking out late and praising Satan. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this guy was like, there's absolutely no way that I'm the father. Like, this is not possible. Yeah. I'll get the stupid paternity test done. We won't have to worry about this anymore. Well, LabCorp did the test and they said it was 99.9% sure that he was the father. 
And he was like, it's all right. Well, he ended up fighting the case for years and it was unproven that he was indeed not the father. And, and then the, the the mother runs off stage. She runs off stage, and he's like, "I told you." The cameraman's sprinting, yeah. behind her, and she's like sobbing, I and she's like, "I don't know what, what I don't did you know." Expect? You came on this show. This is what you should have. I don't feel bad for them. But anyway, Tre- Trekkie. I don't know how to say his it's last such name. Such a stupid name. Trek. It's C H R E K Y. Trekkie. I mean, probably. I don't know it's, how else to it's say stupid, it. Stupid though. It sounds like. I wonder if it was before. It was after Star Trek was a thing. So it's kind of really unfortunate for this guy. Yeah. Unless he is a big Trekkie. Trekkie probably. the Trekkie. Trekkie the Trekkie. So anyway, he ended up paying over twenty five thousand dollars in child support by the time it was proven that he was not the father, and wow. uh, it's a lot of money. And he didn't get any of it back. That seems. Yeah, because he was in Virginia, or the kid okay. was in Virginia. He was anyway. The payments were being made in Virginia. I don't know if he lived in Virginia, or if the mom and the baby lived in Virginia. But anyway, in Virginia, you can't get that money back. Which, to be honest with you, it's like she needed the child support. I know it shouldn't. I mean, like the whole thing. It's like there's no good. She already spent the money. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like she was going on vacation with this twenty five thousand dollars. Like well, she we was, don't know that. Well, we don't know that, dude. I my need mom to- took her child support and bought cigarettes. So I mean. Well, that's how the only way she could handle you is if she smoked. Yeah, that's probably fair. So, anyways, um, when this was found out, though, that LabCorp, like, really screwed up this test, that the the state had to then reanalyze 1,200 rape cases because they were like, we can't trust. Shit, you should not fuck up, by the way. Yeah, like, you cannot fuck that up. And in 2001, now, this wasn't necessarily, like, in association with LabCorp, but it just shows that a lot of these DNA tests sometimes aren't 100% accurate or they aren't doing them correctly. There were in 2000, and granted, these all happened in the 90s and early 2000s. We're now in 2021, so I'm, I guarantee it is way, the science is way more advanced than it was 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, but mistakes are still made. Mm-hmm. And in 2001, there was a man who was convicted, he lived in Las Vegas, he was, convicted, he was convicted of two sexual assaults and spent over a year in prison, and it was later found out that his DNA was switched with another inmate's DNA, and that's why he was convicted. It was a year of your life. You know how hard it is to come back after just being gone for a year? Yes, I do. Because when I was gone for a year in Japan and then came back, it was very hard to reassimilate. And I was not in jail for assaulting someone. Mm, yeah. So, because you know that there's people in whose life who don't believe that he didn't do it. Probably. You know it what probably I mean? ruined a lot. I mean, I'm sure there's people that won't hire him just because he got convicted, even though it got overturned, you know? Yeah. Shit's fucked it's, up. It's really unfortunate for him um but you know don't worry there's more things that have happened at lab so anyway with coronavirus going on and sweeping the nation you might have missed this story but in 2019 there had been a data breach at lab of patient information and the breach affected over 10 million lab patients or lab corp whatever patients. no you've been doing it the whole time so i, I, just, I, I, I just let you go let, just let me go I just let anyway you go. <laughs> 10 million people and the information had been stolen from the american medical collection agency or the amca uh lab corp let customers know that the data breach happened on june 4th 2019 but then there was another data breach and uh people were pissed 
and they should be because this is their personal information. They blamed LabCorp for not putting enough security measures on their sites or on the info, which is true because like, you know, I get it happening one time. Data gets breached all the time and then it's like on the black market or on the dark web, whatever you want to call it. But like, I get that it can happen, but for it to happen like twice so close together is a huge, huge issue. And so I understand why people are pissed. And LabCorp, you need to get your shit together. In the end, we need to do lab tests to find out if something is seriously wrong with us. When we get these lab tests done, we often don't think twice about the other side. LabCorp showed us that not only are laboratories potentially fallible, but sometimes they cannot be trusted. That being said, though, if you need lab work done, go get it done to make sure that you don't die over something stupid like a very easily treated kidney infection. Hashtag those people in Mother Teresa's camp. Yep. Also, watch your personal information. Thank you so much for listening. (laughs) This was a short episode. I apologize. There was not very much information on this. But it's okay. That's all, I mean, we got, we're going to get a solid like 40 minutes out yeah, of this. Yeah, so it'll fine. be fine. It's fine. We had shorter episodes. Yeah. You know? You know. Also, it was pretty interesting. Yeah. I like it. You know? Yeah. Short, sweet, to the point. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, again, uh, if you like what you hear, you can support the show. Follow our social medias, facebook.com slash white collars, red hands. You can also follow our Twitter at white collars pod. I put up a really funny clip last week from uh, the episode that i edited before it came up and i and you can find more stuff like that on our twitter you can go to our instagram at white collars underscore red hands you can also send us a uh suggestion like steve did about today's episode yes we Uh, love suggestions and if we like it we'll cover it and you can send those to white collars red hands at gmail.com um we also just would love to hear from you i'll talk to you if you think uh, I'm an interesting person, you're wrong, but you can message me. And uh, if you think Nine is inter- an interesting person, you're very right. Um, and, you, <laughs> and, and you can also message Because, Sean, you're very there. interesting. Thanks, Nina. You have to say that. No, you're interesting. Um, you're just uh, not as expressive with your interesting. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you can also uh, go to our website where you can listen to us directly or just find some information about the podcast. That's uh, whitecollarsredhands.com. Um, and also, if you want to really support the show, we'd love if you would subscribe on whatever uh, podcast service that you listen to this yes. on. Or if you're listening on iTunes, which our analytics show that 80% of you are, we'd love you to stop by and also leave us a review. Uh, we're sitting at 3.2. We went up to 3.3 for a record one day. Whoop, whoop. And then we went right back down. So uh, womp, womp. <laughs> we'd love if you'd go on there, leave us a review. We love a five-star review, especially if you're a fan of what we're doing here. But we'd also take a review that uh, is lesser than that, as long as you uh, talk about what you liked and what you didn't like about the show so that we can improve from it. Um, we're as long always as it's not trying stupid. to get better. We, you know what? Yes. We're constantly striving to improve. We're involving. Like about how we're going to do that side episode about fuck, Mary kill on presidents because I really like that idea. Yeah, so actually, will, I really want to play that. We will almost definitely do that probably at the end of the season. So we'll see what we can do. That'd be really fun. Right? So I think that is it. I feel like you've been talking for a really long time. Yeah, that's just kind of what it feels like sometimes when I open my mouth. Um, so th- I'm really negative today. I you swear, are. I swear we, I'm not always like you, that. You are negative I swear today. I'm not always negative like that. Negative Nancy. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you on another episode of White Collars Red, Red Hands. Hands.